Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For cables, connectors, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And buy the ham station. Get your new radio or antenna by calling 800-729-4373 or go to hamstation.com. It's ham radio. Hey, good evening, everyone. It's that time again. It's time for Ham Talk Live. It's episode number 43, Growing Your Club and Ham Radio Comedy with Rick Garrett in 9 GSU. Recorded live on Thursday, December 15th, 2016. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by comedian Rick Garrett, N9GSU, and we're going to take your calls live in just a few minutes. Last week on the show, Bobby Graves, KB5HAV, was here to talk about the Hurricane Watch Net, and if you missed that show, you can listen anytime. All you have to do is go to hamtalklive.com, and you can uh, catch the replays there, or you can download us uh, from most podcasting sources like uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Overcast, you name it, it we're, we're pretty much there. And we're even over on YouTube. So what I'd like for you to do is, is get your funny ham radio experiences ready to go and call in with those during the uh, second segment of the show, or we're going to talk uh, clubs a little bit first, and uh, then we're going to have Rick do his little routine, and then we'll take a break. And after that break, we want to take your calls of some of the funniest things you've ever heard on the air, or or maybe something you've done or seen at a ham fest or, or some kind of ham radio event, maybe a public service event. So uh, we want to uh, get the uh, comedy going here this tonight. So after um, all of that, give us a call. Uh, the number that you will call is 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. 812-NET-HAM-1. Or you can Skype us at Ham Talk Live. And uh, you can also send something uh, by Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at HamTalkLive. We'd love to hear your funny stories from either 
on the air or a ham radio event. So I'll be back with Rick. We'll talk clubs and uh, let Rick uh, tell some funny stories right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you in part by Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics has been the Ham's Dime Store since 1978. When you need connectors, mobile and handheld antennas, cables, or adapters, visit Scott or Jill at a Ham Fest near you. Or you can order online at pl-259.com or call 920-435-2973. Stock up on those supplies like PL-259 and end connectors, SMA adapters, audio cables, soldering supplies, mobile antennas, and hand Sticks. Their silver plated in connectors are even used on the International Space Station. Tower Electronics carries MFJ, Comet, Daiwa, OPEC, Workman, and HamPro products. And don't miss their 0% off sale going on now. Tower Electronics online at pl 259.com. Proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Your QTH or mine? We'd like to thank Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show again tonight to help bring you Ham Talk Live. They're on their way back to the Bat Cave in Green Bay for a little while. We'll pick up on the HamFest tour soon, but they're always open at 920-435-2973 or pl-259.com. Tell them you heard it on Ham Talk Live. Ham Talk Live is on the air every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here at hamtalklive.com. And if you missed the show, You can listen to the archive on the website or download it from most popular podcasting sites. Our guest tonight is Rick Garrett in 9GSU. He's a comedian, musician, and motivational speaker from Indianapolis, Indiana. Rick has appeared on the TV series Who's Laughing Now? The Armed Forces Radio and Television Networks and many regional and local radio and television stations. He's been profiled in the Chicago Tribune, the LA Times, the USA Today, Uh, Men's Journal, Men's Health, and Indianapolis Monthly Magazines. He's won the Cabana Comedy Contest, Pepper's Comedy Contest, and the Usher Comedy Award. He's also been a finalist for Indy's Got Talent and Indiana's Favorite Comedian. In music, he's currently performing in a duo with his wife, Holly, who is also KC9SPT, called Patchwork. Uh, It's traditional and contemporary folk music on guitar, hammer, and mountain dulcimers, uh, fiddle and vocals, and uh, some mountaintop gospel, uh, bluegrass-style gospel music on guitar, dulcimers, fiddle, and upright bass. He's appeared live in many music festivals, comedy clubs, and the Indiana State Fair. Uh, Rick's motivational speaking specializes in helping corporations find creative ways for problem solving, how to think outside the box, finding a new way to set yourself apart from the competition. And in addition, he works with nonprofits and service groups on topics of attracting and keeping new members, social media presence, and growing with the changing times. And we're going to 
talk about that here in just a minute with some ham radio clubs. Um, he is available for theaters, festivals, fairs, churches, and corporate and private events. So if you need Rick's services, you can find him at his website, rickgarrett.net, and he's also on social media. On the ham radio scene, Rick and his wife enjoy organizing and putting on special event stations, rag-chewing, wilderness operating, and especially Skywarn. He's been a ham for over 30 years and monitors 146.70 in Indianapolis and is often on 15 and 17 meters. He also enjoys geocaching and he has quite the collection of pets. So Rick, welcome to Ham Talk Live. Neil, thanks so much for having me and what a great introduction. You've done your homework. Well, I try to do my homework. I, I, I'm a high school teacher, so I give homework a lot, but but I right. try to I try to do my homework a little bit. So um, appreciate uh, you taking the time to come on, and, and we want to talk a little bit first before we get into the the comedy here, because um, we do want to want to do that tonight. But um, one of the things that you do is, is the motivational speaking and um, trying to help uh, people. Uh, with their uh, churches and organizations uh, and, and keeping members and attracting members. So um, tell us a little bit about ham radio clubs. You know, ham radio clubs uh, are kind of an up and down thing. And, and so what are some ideas that you have to um, some of those club officers out there who are trying to um, attract new people and, and keep the ones that they have? Well, that's a great topic, uh, Neil, and, you know, although we're focusing on ham radio, I speak to a lot of uh, groups like Lions and Kiwanis and Optimist Clubs and the Rotary Clubs and uh, veterans organizations, and uh, declining membership and and, and aging membership is is a problem kind of across the board for all of us, Uh, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, I think one of the big reasons is that uh, as human beings, a lot of times change is kind of difficult for us, and we don't always understand what worked 30 years ago may not work today. We, we kind of have a hard time grasping that. So, you know, it's really important that we, that we change with the times, but it's also important that we not change just for, uh, just for the sake of change, which I've seen some clubs do. Um, I, th- I think we live in a time when people really uh, want to give back to the community. So I think for a club to grow, especially a ham radio club, we have a lot to offer. Uh, you know, the obvious one is Skywarn, protecting life and property. Uh, perhaps a not so uh, obvious one is the opportunity to teach uh, young people in the in the art of uh, science, uh, engineering, uh, and electronics. Um, and I think that if we really start hammering on, uh, the educational opportunities that will really help us a lot. Uh, those are kind of being neglected a lot in schools. I think I'm sure you're familiar with, uh, with the term STEM. Uh, oh, science. yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, I think that's one thing that, uh, hams can really, you know, we have a history of, uh, of being at the forefront in innovation. Um, and I think it's time for us to kind of reclaim that a little bit. Um, and I, you know, I think we live in really positive times where people want to give back to the community. 
they want to give back to, to mankind. So as a club, I think first and foremost, our goal should be giving back. Um, we have so many opportunities for just social interaction uh, and a club that is just social in nature um, probably is not going to survive for very much longer. Uh, the clubs that I see that are thriving, uh, that are growing, are those that are really active in the community, uh, supporting Skywarn, supporting special events, uh, going out into schools and teaching courses, uh, teaching a technician course, for example. Um, those are the clubs that really seem to be succeeding these days. Um, another thing that we have to do, um, and I see this in, in all kinds of organizations, uh, when somebody comes through the door that we have never seen before, by golly, the most important thing is to make them feel welcome. You know, that first impression is so vitally important. Uh, if a person walks in the door and they kind of end up sitting off in the corner by themselves and nobody really interacts with them, they're, they're not going to be back. Uh, but if somebody greets them with a warm handshake and, and a friendly smile and hands them a cup of coffee uh, and takes a genuine interest in them, um, they're going to stick around and they're going to be an asset for the club. Um, one of the other things I think we need to remember uh, is that when we get a newcomer into the club is not to overwhelm them right off the bat. Um, that's the... Um, you know, with, with any with any club, with any group, you know, probably ten percent of the people do ninety percent of the work, and I'm sure that that you would agree with that. Oh yeah, that's. I, I was getting ready to to say something about that. Uh, you know, how do you? You know, I was going to put you on the spot. How do you take care of that? <laughs> well, you know, I think the key is when there's a newcomer comes in, find out what their area of interest is. Maybe they have a real interest in social media. Uh, or maybe they have a real interest in publicity, which are kind of two different things. And I could talk a little bit more about that. Um, maybe they have a real interest in uh, public service or in liaisoning with uh, police department or fire department. So find out what their interest is in and just, you know, let them do something in that area instead of saying, here, we want you to be, you know, president, vice president, treasurer, trustee, all wrapped up into one. So, um you know, I think it's important not to overwhelm them, but yet give them a place where they can be useful. Uh, I don't, nobody really joins a club to sit in a corner. You know, we want to do something. Now that brings up something else uh, that, that I'm thinking of, and I'm sorry if I'm putting you on the spot here. Cause oh no, that's we, fine. Uh, one of the things that I think is really challenging um, in, in a club is trying to, and, and I actually deal with this a lot in teaching as, as well, uh, but there's a wide range of expertise in the room. So you've got newcomers that have no idea, um, for instance, I <laughs> just heard on the repeater the other day, somebody asked um, QSO, and I'm like, uh, no, the, no, QSL, uh, you know, yeah. so they, they, they don't know that, but then you've got other people who, you know, if you go over those basic terms and everything that, you know, have been a ham for 40 years sitting there going, why am I here? What, you know, uh, 
you know, why can't we have this nice technical talk on software-defined radios? So how do you propose that we manage the, the wide range of expertise um, that's present in a lot of the, the clubs? Well, you know, this sounds like an oversimplification, but it really boils down to knowing your members and finding out what their interest is. Um, you know, one of my interests is homebrew antennas. That's something I really, really enjoy. Um, if you start talking to me about software-defined radios, I, I don't have a clue. Um, I, <laughs> I'm, you may as well be speaking uh, speaking Greek to me if you start talking about software-defined radios. Uh, so finding out the individual members' interests uh, and kind of letting them take the lead in uh, pursuing that for the club. I, I don't know if that makes any sense or not. Um, sure, sure. You know, um, instead of you know, forcing them to do something that they perhaps don't want to do. Um, I, I think a lot of times we we really need to concentrate on developing uh, real relationships with our fellow club members, uh, getting to know them a little bit um, outside of the club. Uh, and we may discover a hidden uh, a hidden talent, a hidden interest uh, that we that maybe they don't even know that they have. Uh, and let them figure out a way to use that interest in the best interest of the club and of the ham community in general. What's uh, what's some of your favorite uh, ways for clubs to get out in the community and, and do some of this service? Well, there's a, there's a, a several ways to do it. Of course, the obvious ones, like we mentioned already, are, are Skywarn. Uh, most clubs support some local um um, marathons or road races or bicycling races. Um, I am a big advocate of going into schools and uh, holding some technician classes. Um, that takes a little bit doing because as a teacher, you know, schools are pretty secure these days. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, members may have to pass a background check or do a little paperwork to do that. Uh, get out and, and teach the young people uh, something about technology. Uh, another one is that it's often overlooked is if your club is a uh, 501c3, is a, is a, a nonprofit, um, a lot of places like county fairs, um, craft and hobby shows will provide a space free of charge. And go set up at one of those and actually operate, invite people to come in and operate. And I know that we do that um, for field day. Uh, clubs generally do a pretty good idea, a pretty good job of making open operating on field day. Uh, but what you're going to draw, what I have found is what you're going to draw on field day is people that are already have some kind of interest in ham radio. Uh, even just maybe know what the term is. But if you set up in some of these other places, we may draw people that have never even heard the term ham radio. Um, and I think a, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of interest right now in the maker community and in, in the builder and hacker uh, community uh, that you know there's a lot of ham radio going on there there is absolutely with things like raspberry pi uh, you know software defined radios and all kinds of things like that uh, it's a great way to reach some of these people at, at hobby shows at uh, certain events um, and you know we do face a little bit of a challenge because it's really easy to talk to somebody around the world across 
the globe now through the internet. Uh, but we, the general public takes for granted that it's not all, that it's always going to be there. And through various things we've been involved in, if you've been a ham for it, for people that have been hams for any period of time, uh, we know that there are times that ham radio really does save lives. Uh, and of course the, um, I'm not a big fan of this term, but the prepper community is uh, pretty large right now. Um, and that's a good way to talk to some of those folks. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, if you've got some questions uh, about uh, how to grow your club and how to uh, to do some of these things that, uh, that Rick's uh, talking about, we're going to give you a chance to call in here after a while. And uh, so maybe we'll we'll come back and, and visit that. Uh, but right now, I am going to just turn everything over uh, to Rick and uh, do a little uh, of the lighter side of ham radio. So I understand you've got your, your comedy routine all worked up. So before you, you take over my show here, uh, I'm going to give it a try. So, so, so okay, uh, here's... Here's a couple. Do you know what you call an explosion in J.A. land? Oh, I do not. A Yagi Boom. <laughs> See, I let you do the punchline on that one. Yagi Boom. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. You you have my script. So, you, do you know what a micro Henry is? Go ahead and tell us. Yeah, Neil. yeah it, it it's it's a little guy who's all wound up. <laughs> I know a few of those guys. Uh, well, what do you think? Should should I keep my day job or? Well, you know, I would put you on a stage to give it a try. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> well, in front of a class, I am on stage every day, kind of more or less, but. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave the comedy up to you. So, I'm I'm standing back. The mic is all yours, ladies and gentlemen. It's Rick Garrett. Uh, I'll just tell a couple of uh, stories here, here and there. So, uh, you know, one thing that we as hams have in common is that we like to eat. Uh, just you know, holiday dinners, and you know, if you go to any field day, there's just tables and tables of food. Uh, one of my favorites is our local club in the fall has an annual ham and bean dinner, uh, but we are not allowed to bring uh, not allowed to bring our radios to that because you know technically it is a blasting zone. So. Um, oh oh. I was kind of waiting for the uh, for the rim shot there, but. <laughs> yeah, we got we got it we got it. I uh, got it. So uh, recently, uh, USA Today did a survey of hobbies uh, that have the highest rate of obesity. Um, and, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty big guy myself. Um, and uh, ham radio operators actually ranked number two. Uh, we are not as fat as Dungeons & Dragons players, but we are fatter than the Star Wars nerds. So, um, so there's that. Um, as a ham and in my job, I get to travel a lot, and I, I love traveling. I love operating while I'm traveling. Um, enjoy doing CW while I'm traveling. That's uh, that's always a lot of fun. Uh, but one of the things I like to do while I'm traveling is reading the road signs. And uh, Neil, just down not too far south from you, 
uh, near Orleans, Indiana. I know you know where that is, on a little bit farther south of you. Yeah. Uh, there's sure a do. great big billboard. You may have seen it. Uh, in great big letters, it says illiterate. Call 1 800 Learn to Read. Now, here in Bloomington, by the way, we have this road down 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 the road from me that's named that road yes i know exactly where that is yeah it's that road yep so i, I keep wanting them to rename rogers this road so then you'd have the corner of this and that road but that would be yeah. awesome that would yeah. be awesome oh, okay. one of my Go ahead. favorite uh, road signs is on uh, i-70 uh just outside of st louis that says texting and driving kills Text 411 for more information. <laughs> True story. Oh, my. Uh, the one that really makes me up is the one up at Meeks Mortuary and Funeral Home up in Muncie, Indiana, uh, that says customer parking only. <laughs> well, this is pretty hard with... <laughs> The odd way, you know, uh, don't know if you get over to Ohio much, but there's uh, I was over doing a, uh, you know where Troy, Ohio, they have a very nice I do over there. In fact, okay. our, right. our Ham Talk Live t-shirts are made in Troy, Ohio. Oh, very good. Well, just uh, outside of Troy, there's another town called uh, Chillicothe, Ohio, and I uh, went through there when I was at the Ham Fest last year, and uh, as you pull into Chillicothe, Ohio... There's a great big billboard that says, and I'm not making any of this up, says free shotgun with the purchase of a diamond engagement ring. And it's got the name of a jewelry store. You drive wow. through town. As, as, yeah, true story. You drive through town, and when you exit town, there is a huge billboard that just has two words on it. Outdoor drama. And it got me to thinking, if you're giving away a shotgun with an engagement ring, you're going to have some outdoor drama. There's no two ways about that. That, that you are. <laughs> that you are. So, uh, yeah, my wife and I, uh, we do a lot of uh, traveling, and we both enjoy operating when we're traveling. We, uh, we play music. We play country music. We play the real country music, uh, like Hank Sr. and Ernest Tubb and Hank Snow. Uh, not the pop country you hear on the radio today. Uh, you do know what you get when you when you play a country music record backwards, don't you? I do actually. Yeah, you get your wife back and your dog back and your and your truck back. I used I used to tell that joke a lot because when I worked in radio, it was at a country station. Uh, oh, awesome! So I awesome. know that one. So uh, my wife and I were uh, we were out playing the International Route 66 Festival a couple of years ago. Been on the road all day long, and we were checking into the hotel late, late one night. And I had a, a guitar case in one hand and a banjo case in the other. My wife had her fiddle with her, and we were trying to check in. And this young girl, about 16, 17 years old, come running up to us. And, and she looks at her cases, and she looks at us, and she says, Are you guys musicians? And, you know, I kind of resisted the urge to be a smart aleck, and I said, yes, we are. And she said, well, I'm a musician, too. And I said, well, that's awesome. What do you do? She said, karaoke. Got me to think, you know, saying you're a musician because you do karaoke is kind of like saying you're a surgeon because you played operation when you were 10 years old. <laughs> oh, or my. 
artist because you make a sandwich at Subway. Eat fresh. Or, yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or or you're a comedian because your name is George Lopez. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Wow. So I don't know if you're, uh, how many of your, uh, Listeners actually are in Indiana, uh, but we, Indiana, just spent $250,000 to come up with a new state motto, and I'm sure you remember, you're a lifelong resident of Indiana, uh, I'm sure you remember some of our older state mottos, you probably remember uh, Crossroads of America, on oh, our yes. license. Wander Indiana, on our license wander plate. Indiana, wander Indiana, yep. wander yep. Indiana, yep. Uh, Amber Waves of Grain was on there for a while. Yeah. I'll just I, ask you. Which I changed to Amber Waves of Rain, but... Yes, pretty appropriate. I'll ask you, do you know what our new state motto is that we spent a quarter of a million dollars on? The new state logo, or state motto. I do not. You can go look this up. It is honest to goodness. I don't even know what that means. But we spent $250,000 on that. And I actually sent some uh, sent some suggestions uh, for the new state motto. I sent to Indiana, at least we're not Kentucky. Oh, uh, <laughs> Indiana, potholes build character. Uh, Indiana, the orange barrel is our state flower. Oh no! I always said it was the state tree. So oh, well that yeah. worked. Uh, Indiana, we're almost as flat as Kansas. Uh, my favorite, Indiana, we turned Michael Jackson white. I made the mistake of... Uh, <laughs> I actually made the mistake of telling that a couple weeks ago in Gary, Indiana, and uh, now I know what a restraining order is all about. Uh, yeah, yeah, that might do it. That might just do it. Oh, my. Any more? Oh, gosh, there's lots of stuff that I could talk about. Um, You know, hams are, we kind of have a stereotype of being a little bit different, a little bit odd, a little bit geeky, Um, kind of like Trekkies. When we're at a ham fest, we're in our element. Um, You know, Trekkies, when we're, and I'm a Trekkie, when we're we're at a Star Trek convention, we're in our element. Uh, But when we're out in the general public, we just kind of feel like we don't fit. You know, we feel like we're just a little bit different. Uh, We kind of just don't recognize each other. We just kind of give that little head nod of recognition. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're a ham. But speaking of uh, Star Trek, you know, one of my uh, one of my favorite one of my heroes in entertainment uh, is William Shatner. He, He really is. The guy's 83 years old, still going strong, still working all the time. And, you know, he'd been doing these uh, commercials for Priceline for the longest time. Um, did you know that he just signed a 10-year contract for a new sponsorship? I did not. Yes, he's going to be, uh, he's gonna be uh, advertising uh, hot dogs. Cons! <laughs> oh, it's the wrath of the hot dog. The Wrath of Khan! (laughs) Oh, my. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Rick Garrett. And I'm already getting tweets saying, what? No, uh, 
he he didn't know that I, I'm a University of Kentucky fan when he told the Kentucky joke. So, oh so my goodness, <laughs> I'm already getting tweets about it. So, all right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. We're going to take your calls. We want your funny stories about uh, being on the air right after this word from the ham station here on Ham Talk Live. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by The Ham Station. For over 37 years, The Ham Station has sold new and used radios, antennas, accessories, and equipment to hams everywhere. Give Dan or Jeff a call at 800-729-4373 or order online at hamstation.com. Ham Station carries all the major brands like Icom, Yezu, and Kenwood, and they have a wide selection of radio scanners, MFJ accessories, Heil Sound products, amplifiers by Mirage and Ameritron, Kushcraft antennas, and more. Easy online ordering is at hamstation.com or call 1-800-729-4373 to place an order and talk it over with the experts. The Ham Station, proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. All ham, all the time. Ham Talk Live. Join the conversation. Call us on voice with Skype at Ham Talk Live or give us a call at 812 Net Ham 1. That's 812 638 4261. Now, here's more Ham Talk Live. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. The ham station has you covered for both new and used equipment. Give Dan or Jeff a call at 800-729-4373 or go to hamstation.com and tell them you heard it on Ham Talk Live. Be sure to listen to Ham Talk Live every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here at hamtalklive.com. Check out our Facebook page and Twitter feed. Uh, just search for Ham Talk Live and even opened up Instagram this week. So we'll give that a try. Well, it's time for your calls. And uh, we had somebody try to call here a minute ago. So we'll uh, we'll get we'll get back to that here in a second. Uh, but if you have a funny ham radio story to share with us, give us a call at 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. Or you can Skype us at Ham Talk Live or tweet at Ham Talk Live. Or if uh, you want to talk about ways to grow your local ham club, we can do that as well. So give us a call, 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-NET-HAM-1. So uh, what's the funniest, while we're waiting here uh, on people to call, go ahead and call, uh, what's the funniest thing you've ever heard on the air? You know, there's a uh, there's a ham that I'm acquainted with, and I'm not going to tell you what city he is in, uh, but he kind of butchers the English language in a very humorous way. Um, I have heard him say many times, but it's a mute point, which is one of my pet peeves. It's a mute point. But the two best I just heard in the last couple of weeks, he was telling the story of how he was going to get something out of his basement. And apparently there's low head clearance when he walks down the stairs to his basement. And he hit his head and said he was thought he was going to have to go to the hospital because he was afraid he had given himself a Caucasian. Um, I, I believe he meant a concussion. Yeah, I, 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 I would think so, yeah. <laughs> and the other one was he, uh, he was having some... Uh, a lot of hams, we like to talk about our health issues, it seems like. That's kind of a stereotype. Uh, 
he'd been having some digestive issues and ended up with a with a case of diverticulitis, which is uh, which is no fun at all. And so the doctor told him he should not eat things that are hard and crunchy like uh, carrots, uh, celery, and things like that. And so he told us all that the doctor told him he could not have any more carnivorous vegetables. So apparently, carnivorous, oh, carnivorous yes. vegetables. I, I, so I think. yeah, <laughs> a little word switch there. Just, just, a just a little little bit on there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, Cannot eat any more Venus flytraps. Apparently, yeah, there you, go. there you go. There's a carnivorous. Uh, there we go. Eight one two Ham one is the phone number. Call in with your question about a club or a funny story, something funny you've heard on the air. Share it with us at eight one two. Ham one. It's eight one two six three eight four two six one. And uh, we'll stand by for your calls here. And um, sorry if if anybody was was offended earlier. We, we we're just trying to have some fun here. So we're, we're, trying, to have fun. That's we're right. trying to have some fun. And so we're, if 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 somebody's offended, we're that, that, we're sorry. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, give us a call eight one two. Net ham one six three eight four two six one is that number. Give us your your funny ham stories. One one of the things I heard on there uh, one time. This this is, this is totally serious, uh, and it's kind of funny, but it's kind of sad at the same time. Is uh, this guy calling CQ, and he says, "CQ, CQ, no lids, no kids, extra class only, please." <laughs> That's funny, and and you know what. That's actually kind of sad at the same time. It is. It is. Uh, it's, it, it, it's, it's funny, for, but then you think about it, it's like, okay, this guy has no respect for anybody unless it's uh, extra class. That's right. Well, you yeah. know, um, kind of going back to growing the clubs and so on, uh, the biggest detriment, I think, to any kind of organization, whether it's ham radio or a service club or a church, uh, or any one of a hundred other things is kind of that kind of what this guy was doing, kind of that spirit of elitism. Um, and, you know, we all went through that. If you've been a ham for, for a number of years, we kind of went through that when the code requirement was dropped. Um, you know, we heard a lot of folks say, Oh, well, I, they're not real hams because they didn't have to learn the, uh, didn't have to learn the code. Um, so, you know, I think it's really important uh, in a club uh, to guard against that, um, that spirit of elitism against somebody that maybe has not been a ham for as long or uh, maybe isn't as technically uh, proficient. One of the, one of the terms that uh, always kind of stuck in my craw was uh, the term he's an appliance operator. Uh, oh, I, yes. I don't know if you've heard that or not. You probably have. Oh, but, yeah. You know, we all have our things that we can contribute to the community uh, and they're unique to us, and I think that we should recognize all of those. Just because they're not uh, what interests us, that doesn't make them any less important uh, to the club uh, and to the community in general. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we're, we've got just a couple of minutes left, so if you've got a funny story to share, send it to us uh, on Twitter at HamTalkLive or 
Uh, better yet, give us a call, 812-NET-TAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. Or you can Skype us. Uh, it's Ham Talk Live. I know we had somebody trying to call earlier, and it was just the wrong time. So if you want to try it again, we will get you in here. Um, so just the uh, timing wasn't quite right. So we've got just a couple of minutes uh, remaining here with Rick. So give us a call, 812-NET-HAM-1. So, have you thought about, you ever thought about doing a a stand-up show at Dayton? You know, I would love to do that, and it's a lot easier to do in a room of people than it is in front of a a Skype microphone, um, because it really allows you to do the back and forth and the interaction. And I have actually played uh, music for a lot of ham events uh, like holiday dinners and so on and so forth uh, but I never have never done a stand-up show for them so that would be uh, that would be a lot of fun I would really enjoy doing that yeah no I don't know if you if, have you heard the of the um, the the band over there uh, at, at Dayton that uh, they play all the parodies yes yes those guys oh are yeah awesome. oh yeah those they're good awesome. they're good. Yep. Well, maybe uh, maybe we'll have to work on that and see if you can. Uh, I would be tickled to do that. Or maybe, or maybe the Indie Ham Fest. Maybe, maybe. Oh, that would be fun. That would be, yeah. uh, that would be fun. Well, we've got just another minute here. So this is your last chance. 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-638-4261. You said you, you thought of something and then you forgot. Did you remember it? Oh, I was just going to uh, to give a shout out. I know my friend Chuck down in uh, Greenwood is listening. Yeah, Chuck's a, a good friend of mine and uh, Ham, and also a geocacher. We we uh, originally met through uh, through geocaching. And uh, if any of your listeners have ever worked W nine IMS, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Club station, uh, they very likely might have worked either myself or my wife. We're both very active in that club and. Uh, enjoy doing the uh, 500 and the Brickyard special events. So uh, you may have uh, actually worked one of us, which would be uh, which would be cool. Very good. Well, we appreciate you uh, taking time to come on the show and and with a little comedy and some ideas for clubs and and some things to do. And um, again, uh, Rick is uh, available for events, and you can find him at rickgarrett.net and on social media you want to speak to that real quick here we've got about a minute sure uh on uh, facebook just look up rick garrett um or it's facebook.com slash uh either the dulcimer guy or slash rick garrett comedy i have pages for both uh twitter it's indy casher i-n-d-y-c-a-c-h-e-r for geocaching uh instagram it's n9gsu and Snapchat, it also is IndieCasher. So I would love to uh, to be your friend on any of those. All right, very good. And then, uh, again, uh, if you're interested in his services, why, rickgarrett.net has some of that information. So thanks a lot for coming on the show. Thanks, Neil. Uh, and you know what? If you hear me on 15 or 17 meters out there, folks, just please give me a call or if you're – Slipping through Indy, uh, check me out on uh, 146.700. I monitor that uh, most days. And uh, Neil, we'll chat later, but I'm coming down your way in April, so hopefully we can get together and have dinner or something. That would be great. Be uh, be good to see you. 
All right, Rick, thanks you so much for being on the show tonight. That is a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. I'd like to thank my guest, Rick Garrett, N9GSU, and everyone out there in cyberspace for listening. And, and we had one trying to call in, so we, sorry we missed you. Uh, but we invite you all back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time when Brian Lynn, KD0HII, will be here to talk about the Christian Amateur Radio Fellowship. And we're, we're, we're going to reveal what the meaning of 75 is. A lot of you have been asking me, what does 75 mean? Well, we're going to talk about it next Thursday night, so be sure to tune in. And for a list of all of our upcoming guests, just visit hamtalklive.com and click on the link. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours. Seven three and good luck from Ham Talk Live.